A middle-aged man stared back at him, eyes bulging in shock. A man in his fifties, slightly overweight, receding gray hair and a salt-and-pepper mustache. Who are you? the man said, his voice trembling. Where's my wife? Shand relaxed. George Benson? The man nodded. A thundering of feet on the stairs announced the arrival of the constable. Nothing upstairs, sir, he said, eyeing George suspiciously. Shand ignored him, keeping his eyes on George. Detective Chief Inspector Shand, he said, producing his warrant card. I think you should sit down, Mr. Benson. George Benson swallowed hard and pulled out a chair from beneath a heavy oak table. He looked terrified. His hands were shaking. Your wife's fine, Mr. Benson. When, when was the last time you saw her? George rose from the chair. Has something happened to Helena? Where is she? Shand placed a hand on the man's shoulder and gently coaxed him back down. She's fine, he repeated. You'll be able to see her soon, but I need to ask a few questions first, okay? George let out a deep breath and nodded. You sure she's all right? Positive, said Shand. Now, when was the last time you saw her? George looked like several large weights had been lifted from his chest. Yesterday evening, he said, about 7.30. I spent the evening over at Sherminster, on a stag night. He smiled nervously and looked down at the table. You stayed out all night? Yes. Helena thought it best, in case I drank too much, which I didn't. I just drove back now. Another nervous smile, then, perfectly sober, added as an afterthought. Did your wife have any plans for yesterday evening? I don't think so, other than a quiet night in. On her own? Yes, there was a film she wanted to watch. Was it Shan's imagination, or was there something strange about George's demeanor? A nervous excitement? A forced bonhomie? Or was that a typical stress reaction? Shan's experience of interviewing shaken relatives was zero. Did you phone your wife last night? he asked. No, she'd have been in bed by eleven. I wouldn't want to wake her. Shan paused for a second. Have you or your wife any enemies, Mr. Benson? No, of course not. The answer came too quickly. Shan tried again. This is very important, Mr. Benson. Can you think of anyone who might want to hurt your wife? She's hurt? He started to rise again. Shand eased him back down. She's fine now, he said, and then paused, searching for the right words. Were there any right words? There's no easy way to say this, but... Someone buried your wife alive at the stone circle. What? George's eyes widened in shock. He swallowed hard. All those cars? You mean... That was Helena? She's shaken up, but the doctor found no other injuries. They'll be taking her to the hospital for a checkup, just precautionary. I'll arrange for a car to take you to see her. Shand stayed at the cottage after the PC and George Benson left for the hospital. Scenes of crimes would be tied up at the circle for several hours. Someone had to check the house. And he needed to make a phone call. He tried her mobile first. No answer. Same as last night. She must have switched it off. Though why'd she'd switch the thing off the weekend her new system was going live, he couldn't begin to think. It made no sense. But then nothing had all week.
He tried her office. Can I speak to Anne? he asked. Who shall I say is calling? The voice was young, female, and unfamiliar. Her husband. Oh, you must be Gabriel. I'll see if I can find her. Peter Shand was too shocked to reply. His biggest fear had just been given a name. Gabriel. A year ago, he would have laughed it off. A new girl getting his name wrong. A silly mistake. But now... There was a muffled conversation on the other end of the line. He strained to make it out. But the phone suddenly went dead. Someone must have pushed the mute button. Shand closed his eyes. His heart was racing, his mouth drying up. Did he really want to continue this call?